Hello, my friends. My name is Slasher Victim 666, and what you have here is a special VHS copy of my debut masterpiece, Real. I re edited my movie just for this VHS Blood Fiend edition, including new footage, no less scene. You people are special, my friends. Anyone else who sees my debut masterpiece will see different version. Enjoy, and welcome to the Golden House. Slasher Victim 666, Director of Real. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So... Here we are at the end of Gratuitous Violence Month, and uh, we have a very special treat here for you. We have a very limited edition, one of 25 copies, VHS edition of the movie Real from 2015. So, um, in this version, it's a little different than the uh, digital version that you can contact Slasher Victim 666, the uh, the director, writer, uh, you know, maker of this movie and uh, request a digital version. Um, This version is a little different. Um, Some material has been taken out, and some extra material has been added in. Um, So it might be a little different than the version you get to see, but either way, let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. You heard what the back of the VHS has to say. Let's get to it, Paul. Top or bottom first? Let's start with the top first. All right. So, number three for me, there is some amazing dialogue at the climax of this movie. We're going to try and keep it spoiler-free for the most part, but I'm just going to say there's some killer dialogue. Number two, I may have just seen uh, some snuff films, like, edited together here. I'm not quite sure, but you know what? For the price I paid, it would be an amazing deal if this were actually a snuff film, or series of snuff films, so to say. You normally pay, like, hundreds to thousands of dollars for this, but we got it for, like, $39. So, number one... The special effects work extremely well in tandem with the VHS quality of this VHS. As well as, you know, the acting and the setting and everything in this movie just surprisingly works well together. Like, I went into this not thinking it was going to work, and then magically, everything did. So, number three, this film is made on VHS, and so it's got that... VHS feel to it, you know, where it's like kind of a low budget kind of style. You see like old recordings of shows and commercials at the beginning and end of the film, and it's kind of staticky. And it makes the film feel so much more authentic, and it really creates an unsettling atmosphere that stays throughout the film. It's I've seen so many films try to do this and fail, but this film this film does it and passes phenomenally. It's It's really something. Rest in peace, TV Guide channel. Number two, the plot of this movie was unique to say the least. It chronicles the failed career of an aspiring filmmaker named Todd Smith through the perspective of an outside observer by the name of Slasher Victim 666. The film explores the inner workings of both characters in an unusual way that manages to be really interesting. And number one, Well, it is Gratuitous Violence Month, and this film definitely meets that criteria. I was not disappointed, and I... That's all I'm going to say for that one. 
So for me, uh, for the bottom, number three. The opening sequence features a, uh, a rap sequence, and I'm just not a fan of rap. Uh, number two. I may have just watched some snuff films. I'm not exactly sure, and I should probably report it to the police, but then I may end up like the people from Video Violence and, you know, in a snuff film. So I think I'll just keep it as it is. Number one. Todd Smith seems like one of the worst investigators of all time. The way he trounces around his brother's house and everything, leaves his shoes at the door, kind of just like ducks behind a couch and makes all this noise, but yet somehow his sister-in-law and fucking looks like six-year-old niece doesn't notice him. Listen, I work with that age group on a daily basis. She would have noticed that fucking person in the house. They notice everything. I feel like almost anybody would have, but um, for number one, I thought this movie did an overall, overall really amazing job with music and background noise to create a really eerie atmosphere, but I, I agree, I really didn't feel like the rap song at the beginning was really fitting, especially compared to the rest of it, but I'm also not really a fan of rap, so that probably um, clouds my judgment on that one. Number two, I agree, Todd has got to be the worst... Um, the worst comb invader in history. He he wasn't really subtle at all. And then when he leaves the house, he's like standing in front of it and talking. I, I, I wouldn't trust him to like rob a house with. I'll be honest about that. I don't think I would trust him to water my plants. Yeah. I, I would never trust him. Like I wouldn't even watch, trust him to, to watch my cactus and make sure it didn't die. Then again, I don't trust myself to water plants. That's why my, my wife does it. And number one, the blood and the practical effects in this film were really well done and looked extremely realistic. Possibly too realistic. So, anyways. So, yeah, um, there, there's our, our top and bottom three. Um... One of the very rare spoiler-free tops and bottles we've had. Again, we really want you to go out and check this film out. So, uh, you know, contact slash your victim 666. But, uh, you know, there was some great dialogue in this film. We did say that. So let's give this film a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this film back and forth. You tell us who has the better quotes. Uh, Paul, you can get us started here. All right. I will forever be number one. Tarantino, you can eat a dick and eat my fucking heart out. You can seriously kiss my ass. I never thought my dad would say yes. This is how you nail someone's hand to a chair. That's a fat-ass cat right there. I need a knife to gouge out her face. He's eating that shit like cheese off a pizza. You can leave now. The movie's over. Whatever you do, Paul, whenever you see this video, you need to fucking move out. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film, or, you know, anything about this film in general, leave it in the comments below. I think it's time we gave this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? Surprisingly, I gave it a 1 out of 10. Yeah, I, I couldn't give it anything but a 1 out of 10. Um, this, this film is amazing in a lot of ways, and in ways I didn't expect. So I have to say, you know, rarely does a film try to be a found footage film and actually feel authentic. This movie is both real and feels real. Seriously, contact SlasherVictim666 on Twitter or Facebook and ask to see a digital copy. The low quality just works perfectly in tandem with everything that this film personifies. 
Seriously, check it out, especially if you enjoy independent films. This is a must-see. Real is a creative deconstruction of the found footage genre, where most found footage films are told from the perspective of a few people videotaping live events. Real took things in a different direction by showing the events of the film through the, perspe- through the point of view of a third party observing the people with the camera. Imagine if the Blair Witch Project was shown through the perspective of the witch, only the witch has an unusual interest in the victims rather than just killing them for the sake of killing them. From this unusual yet brilliant narrative, we're granted a deeper understanding to the film's star, film's star, Todd Smith, in a way that would have been nearly impossible had this film followed any kind of traditional formula. He's not just a guy wandering around the woods aimlessly waiting for the plot to catch up to him. We learn about his failed career as a filmmaker and the poor relationship he has with his family. He desperately seeks the recognition of his, from his family and other people for his films, and he, but he's completely ignored and basically fails to make his way out of obscurity. That is until Slasher Victim 666, a man whose unusual upbringing leads him to select Todd to star in a film of his own. There's a strange, disturbing, and oddly charming connection the two share regarding their goals and aspiration. Although Todd ultimately finds his newfound fame a little different from what he was expecting. There are only a few copies of this film available on VHS, and I'm really glad I got to watch it. It's hard to explain what makes real such an amazing film. You really need to see it for yourself. Yes, pun intended. So there you have it. A, a very rare and uh, heartfelt one from each of us on our shot scale. You know, I honestly, going into this movie, did not expect anywhere near this quality of film. Like, even after talking to, to SV666, seeing the trailer, I... I really thought that this was just going to be another kind of like amateur shit-taster piece, and it was totally the opposite. It is actually a masterpiece of independent cinema. I wasn't really sure what to expect, but when watching it, I remember thinking I thought there were problems that I was going to have with it. Like, I thought the um, stuff with Todd was going to be too drawn on. I thought there was going to be other issues, and none of those came out to be issues I had with the film. It was... I. When as the film went on, I'm like, I understand why it worked, why that happened, why they had it that way, and everything came together. It was, it was really hard to find problems with this film because once you, once you figure out what you're watching, it's you, you can really appreciate it. Especially going into the film, knowing that it's a found footage film, and you have a huge distaste for found footage films. I, I have an appreciation for certain found footage films. I just find most of them are terrible. Enough about this film. We know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie review an A-movie companion. And why tell you why these two films are the same, just of different standards and caliber. So I gave my uh, A-movie companion to uh, Video Violence from 1988. I picked The Fountainhead from 1949. So I had to pick Video Violence from 1988 because both films are films about a film buff. In both films, footage is shown of people being killed or mutilated after death. In both films, the main character is investigating something. And both films, characters in the town make home movies. And in the end, the investigation leads to a rather unfortunate event for each main character.
Hey, wait a minute. Video Violence is a B-movie. We reviewed that for um, one of the months we did. Well, you, you know, I, with how real is, like, it's not even like a B-movie or even an A-movie. It's, it's like when you beat Resident Evil for the third time and find out you can get an S rank. Like, this is an S movie, and I couldn't give an S movie an A-movie companion. I had to give it something different. So, you know, an S movie and a B-movie. It's like when you beat Resident Evil 2 in two hours without saving and you get to play as Tofu. It's just beyond beyond ranking. It's beyond words. It's To call this a B-movie or an A-movie would be to undersell it, I believe. So, so I, had to, I had to compare it to something that is generally put into the same category as this film. Well, all right, then. I'll let you have that one. All right, so I picked The Fountainhead from 1949 because... Both movies have a character who aspires to do great things. Todd Smith, in real, wants to become a filmmaker or a YouTube star instead of working a normal job. And Howard Rourke, in The Fountainhead, strives to become a famous architect. Both characters, Todd Smith and Howard Rourke, refuse to compromise their artistic vision in any way, regardless of criticism. People often tell Todd to stop creating drama and, you know, make and starring as five characters in his own film. And Howard Rourke embodies Ayn Rand's objectivism philosophy and tells everybody to fuck off when they tell him that his um, architecture is shit. And in the end, both Todd and Howard Rourke get the recognition that they deserve. So there you have it. If you want to watch an A-movie version or a B-movie version or whatever kind of version of this film other than this film, you should check out uh, Video Violence or Fount The Fountainhead from 1949. So uh, I think it's time we tell everyone how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. So if you're watching real and you want to drink, number one, Every time you see the time bar at the bottom of a Todd video, take a drink. Number two, every time Todd mentions his sister-in-law cheating, take a drink. Number three, whenever a new chapter begins, take a drink. And number four, anytime Slash your victim 666 is narrating, take a drink. And of course, number five, because it's gratuitous violence month, anytime you see gratuitous violence on screen, take a drink. Every time Todd talks about how much he hates his hometown or how... He thinks people just aren't inspired to do anything. Take a drink. Every time Slasher Victim 666 narrates the film, take a drink. Every time you see a flashback from Slasher Victim 666's childhood, take a drink. And every time the Golden House is mentioned, take a drink. So you did hear it right. Both Paul and I said every time Slasher Victim 666 is narrating, take a drink. So that means you have to double drink Indeed. for those narrations. We, we had to both pick that one because we couldn't agree on who would pick that one. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. 
And speaking of interviews, we do have an interview with Slasher Victim 666, as we kind of mentioned earlier, but you should definitely check that one out. Not only do we have a, um, an interview with him, we have an unboxing of Real, the VHS copy, because it comes with all kinds of special things. Again, there were only 25 copies of this. Our copy is number 8 out of 25. Um, you can check out our unboxing video and see all the cool goodies that you get if you order this in case you want to order it and it's sold out or if you're thinking about ordering it and want to know what you're going to get. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is the end of Gratuitous Violence Month. We've had five films. Let's rank these five films. Um, for me, number five, Zombie Holocaust. Even when things are happening, it feels like nothing is happening. And I know I've said that every week, but it, it's, it has stayed the same. More hasn't happened since that the first time he said it. Um, number four, Ice from the Sun. It's got a really unique concept, but there's just some things about it that don't sit right with me. And it's just a very long film for what it is. Um, number three, Battle Royale. Japanese school children aren't performing well in school. Put them on an island to battle to the death. What could go wrong? Like, it's, it's an amazing film. Lots of violence. Lots of, you know, dialogue, which is actually pretty fun. And all kinds of gore. Definitely meets gratuitous violence um, criteria. Number two and number one. This was so hard to pick. So, so hard. Because one of them is one of my favorite movies of all time. And the other is a brand new gem that I just found out about. Um, but at number two, I had to put Starship Troopers. Mainly because Starship Troopers is more in the A class. I mean, it was a theatrically released movie. It bombed in the theaters, but it's got a huge budget. And it really shows, but it is such a fun, energetic movie with so much violence. And violence in a different way than you see on a lot of these films. A lot of it is after images of the carnage that ensued before our characters get to that point. Um, so it's got a really unique spin on it, some great stuff, some dark comedy, and it has the most nudity out of any film this month. Um, at least I think so. Um, and number one, I had to put real. It, it, it really surprised me. It came out of nowhere. Um, it had a lot more gratuitous violence than I thought. The storyline was actually interesting. I wanted to see where it went. Um, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's only an hour, 23 minutes, at least the VHS version is. And Slasher Victim 666 is just a very interesting character to, um, you know, f talk to himself and then see what his mind produces in a film. Oh, yeah. It was real interesting. Number five, Zombie Holocaust. Largely because I've kind of already forgotten what happened in the film. I you know, There's something about zombies and a holocaust, and you know, the rest of it's kind of a blur at this point. Number four, Ice from the Sun. This film is amazing, visually amazing. It's just mesmerizing. There's so much to, so much to analyze about it. I, I've watched it like a dozen times. It's really incredible. But number three, I put Battlestar Galactica. I, it really, I hadn't seen it before, but it really lived up to the hype. I was really impressed with it. I, I forgot we saw some Cylons this month, Paul. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Battlestar, uh, Starship Troopers, I don't know. I was Something uh, about space and deaths and fighting and I mean, Mormons. I, I mean, Battlestar Galactica is a really good show. So. It, it is, and it, it does have a lot, of, a lot of death and a lot of fighting and a lot of violence. It might not be gratuitous, but uh, it kind of fits in there. Yeah, I always do that. I always, I always mess up Starship Troopers and Battlestar Galactica but for some reason. Because, you know, it's Cylons, Arachnids, they're, they're so easy to get mixed up. 
<laughs> all right, anyways. So, number... Now I'm, all, now I'm all turned around. Number two is Battle Royale. I mean, you've got Japanese school kids killing each other. I, what, what more do you need? However, I, I also had to give it to Real. It was such a unique and amazing film experience. I, I, I don't, I've never seen a film quite like it. The narrative was so interesting. Just the overall, like, the vibe behind it, especially after talking to to slasher victim 666 it's there's so much mystery behind it there's so much just about the film that's amazing that it kind of transcends just the film to be you know just an experience in general that i'm kind of glad i got to be a part of so there you have it um pretty similar but different uh rankings this month um so that's the end of Gratuitous Violence Month. Uh, next week begins July, which happens to be my birthday month, which means I get to pick whatever theme I want, and I think it's time for us to take a look at some unnecessary sequels. Oh, boy. This, this ought to be interesting. Well, let's start out Unnecessary Sequel Month with something that you know might be interesting to you, that, something that goes beyond the scope of the original film series with the third installment of Reanimator in... Beyond Reanimator from 2003. Oh boy, well, we love Reanimator, so this one ought to be just as good, right? Well, you know, Jeffrey Combs is a doctor in a hot, in a uh, jail, and. Wait, what? You know, so Herbert West is, you know, the doctor in a female jail. What, what, what else do you want? Uh, well, alright. This <laughs> ought to be an experience. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back. For more.